Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Though we're still far from completely being past COVID, expanding vaccination levels have made it possible to ease many travel restrictions. And along with the increase of heat and humidity, the arrival of increasing number of visitors reminds us that it's summer in Maine. That provides an opportunity to poke around in the Electronic Cottage archives to select some episodes that may still be very relevant whether to visitors from outside of the area or to regular listeners who might have missed them the first time around. So, put your feet up and, we hope, enjoy this Electronic Cottage Encore. Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. First of all, a happy Thanksgiving holiday to all in this very different COVID-framed holiday season. We wish everyone an opportunity to celebrate the day wisely and safely with their own circles of friends and family. May the only thing we experience Friday be warm feelings rather than hot temperatures and fevers and chills. Let us all not only be grateful, but also careful this Thanksgiving. And now for today's topic. We will undoubtedly be using lots of the digital devices we already have in the upcoming holiday season and may be planning to add a few to our homes and families. There's no doubt that digital devices from watches to personal digital assistants to digital doorbells to smartphones to boring old personal computers have made the lives of billions of people in the world more convenient, easy, and many would say pleasant and even rewarding. And as artificial intelligence, usually abbreviated AI, continues to enter into more dimensions of everyday life, the benefits of digital technology promise to grow almost exponentially over time. What we users see of today's technology is primarily the devices that we hold in our hands or install in our homes to listen to our voice commands and do our bidding. But as we've often tried to point out on past editions of the Electronic Cottage, there's a much larger part of digital tech that we don't see and don't much think about in any day-to-day -day way. For example, there's the energy that all of the background technology uses, from the so-called cloud that many folks store their photos and other documents in, to the energy-extensive quote-unquote mining used as the blockchain basis for our digital currencies, like Bitcoin, to the electricity that we use in our own homes to run our devices and charge our phones. A short four-page briefing paper released in November 2021 by the Technology Policy Council of the Association for Computing Machinery, or ACM, which is the largest association of computing-related professionals in the world, is entitled simply, quote, Computing and Climate Change, end quote. It offers a very sobering view of the toll on the planet that's the result of our use of digital technology. We'll put a link to it on the page for today's program at www.weru.org in the archives section. It's very much worth a look as our world warms and as AI becomes a much larger part of our daily lives. Sometimes for the better, sometimes not. 
Here's a quick look at the ACM briefing on computing and climate change. On one hand, computing power offers us a way to model and envision the effects of climate change on our world. That same computing power potentially offers us tools to help mitigate the effects of climate change on our world and on our daily lives. But that is only one side of the equation. As the headline on the ACM's document puts it, quote, computing can help mitigate climate change, but must first cease contributing to it, end quote. What? What the heck is the problem with computing and digital devices in terms of climate change? Well, from the physical mining of rare earth metals that are necessary for the chips that power our digital phones, to the mining of bits that are the basis of blockchain technology that today not only literally creates the value of Bitcoin and other digital currencies, but is also used in the information systems of more and more large corporations. Information and Computing Technology, abbreviated ICT, requires huge amounts of electricity, which in turn generates huge amounts of carbon emissions. For example, the ACM paper points out that 3% of the total global energy supply is currently consumed by data centers. You know, those things that are the physical basis for what we refer to in somewhat fluffy terms as the cloud. And perhaps not surprisingly, the energy consumption of data centers in aggregate has increased 100% over the last 10 years and continues on that upward path. Just as a comparison tool, it's estimated that the entire ICT sector is responsible for more carbon emissions than all of global aviation. What? Information and computing technology generates more carbon emissions than the tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of commercial airline flights a year, and the hoard of daily UPS and FedEx and Amazon flights, to say nothing of the tens of thousands of privately owned small planes flying all over the world? Yep, that's a fact, and it's a pretty sobering one. And just in case our heads aren't spinning enough just yet, here are a few more things that most of us have probably never thought about that are pointed out by the ACM paper. Quote, The number of Internet-connected devices is expected to increase fivefold between 2015 and 2025 to more than 75.44 billion. That's billion with a B. The increased manufacturing activity and network traffic associated with their proliferation will dramatically, though not strictly proportionately, increase carbon emissions globally. End quote. And further on, quote, blockchain technology is becoming increasingly popular, particularly in connection with cryptocurrency use but is notoriously energy-intensive. Indeed, the carbon footprints of some cryptocurrencies exceed those of entire nations." End quote. And the nations we're talking about are not small islands in the South Pacific. We're talking about countries like Ireland or Austria, for example. So, while many of us are personally trying, if we can afford to, to move to hybrid or electric vehicles, 
and or to put solar panels on our roofs, we're also, probably without knowing it, contributing to a digital industry that's consuming a huge amount of energy and generating a huge amount of carbon emissions to enable us to use our smartphones, store our photos in the cloud, follow the directions our GPS gives us as we drive in our electric cars, and as we otherwise live in our increasingly digital world. Even those of us concerned about climate change seldom give much thought about the effect that our electronic devices play in energy use and carbon emissions. But, as this short document from the Association for Computing Machinery shows, we probably should. And we'll do our best to keep up with developments in the effort to curb the carbon emissions behind our digital devices, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Music